Welcome to Live with Domery here at Domery Healthy and Fit. Today we have an amazing guest coming on, a multiple sclerosis warrior herself, Ashley. And she's going to be talking to us about her journey and becoming newlyweds as well. So stay tuned because we have a fabulous show for you today. All right. So how hot is it in, in Florida right now? Because you got to be... Yeah, it's very hot, and today is overcast, but it's like 105 degrees. It's almost uh, unbearable. Yeah, we've okay. been staying inside because I can't. You can't go out. Outside, it's over. <laughs> You know, um, well, let me introduce everyone to you. Um, everybody, this is a rose if you follow her on our Instagram handle, but um, Ashley to um, the world, <laughs> to everyone else that knows her. And um, I found you about a year ago searching through, yeah, searching through Instagram for multiple sclerosis warriors. And we have been friends ever since, and we've just talked before the interview, and I'm like, I feel like we've known each other for years. And I know, but this is the first time that we're actually talking face-to-face. Yes. I feel like I've known you my whole life. Yeah, I, but we just stay in touch. We're constantly in touch exactly. through Instagram. Yes. Yes. Exactly. It, yeah. it meant so much to me, and I was telling my husband the other day, when I received your message after just being diagnosed, I was like, it was like a sigh of relief. I felt... Like, okay, this community is a beautiful one, and I'm not alone. Yeah. As much as it, I felt alone, I'm not, and it just it meant the world to me, so I'm so happy to be here with you today. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that, and um, I know that you do the same. You go out and hunt for multiple sclerosis warriors. We pick each other up, and we share each other's like horrible days and we share each other's ups and downs and I love your feed because it's so colorful it's warming you, it touches everybody's hearts um, but you share the reality of MS which we all need to understand and share um, and continue to move forward but you move forward in the light and the positivity but when we're having a bad day you share that bad day and Exactly. That's, I mean, what, that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And it's not like a, a blind, I'll be fine no matter what. It's like, okay, I can freak out. I'm, a, I'm human. I can cry, shout, scream, right? feel what I need to scream, but not stay there, grow from it, and mm -hmm. know that tomorrow is a new day and that there's endless possibilities out there. So, yeah, thank you for saying that. That's very sweet. You're very welcome. You earned it. You, you're the one doing all of the magic, you know, behind the scenes. And you're just radiant and gorgeous every single time I see you, even when you're not feeling great. So, you know, you know, I, <laughs> you know, I have to say there's one, there's two quotes. You don't get it till you get it with multiple sclerosis, which is the most famous quote. And two, MS doesn't make us ugly. We still look gorgeous, but we feel like shit. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like it's, you know, I, I'm you know, on my feet. I show, you know, I try to make it look cute, right? I'm like with my balloons. And yeah. I try to make it look cute because looking cute makes me feel better. Let's be honest. I mean, it does. Um, but the reality of it is that MS sucks. And on the inside, I I wouldn't wish this being on my worst enemy. It you know, even right now as we speak, I'm getting a vibration through my left leg. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's stuff that nobody 
disease unless you're in my body, unless you can feel it. And it's, it's crazy. It's a really weird disease, to be honest. It truly is. It's quite frustrating at some times. Um, I hate it when certain things are happening and no, like you said, no one can see it, but all of a sudden my leg is tremoring or I have a lot of MS issues in my face and the right side of my body. So my face is always getting contorted, like when I'm talking. So if you ever watch, go back old interviews, it's kind of like, oh, well, I'm kind of talking on the side over here and down there. But it's like that pins and needles and you just want to like scratch your face and it's crazy. So my, my first symptom was optic neuritis. Um, and it is a crazy sensation. I mean, you lose your vision. Yeah. And you can have it so minor. Like, my first time ever was peripheral. So I was like, I got this. Like, it sucked. But I was like, I can still see. And the second time I had it, half of everything was gone. And yeah. it was terrifying. And, you know, people would look at me, and especially doctors, um, and they'd be like, why can't you see this? Like, what's going on with you? You're, you're so young. And that's another thing that is such a, a an obstacle that I face that I, a lot of times my vision goes, you know, with the heat and it's just, it's a damaged nerve. And that's something I'm constantly battling. But unless you're looking through my eyes, you wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's incredibly frustrating. Absolutely. Because you don't get it till you get it. <laughs> so true. That was actually... I lost my eyesight when I was around 1920. People, the doctors were just like, you're young. There's nothing wrong with you. It, it just, exactly. it, it just happens. Um, mine now are just so ingrained in my everyday spirit of life, living with MS, that sometimes I'm just like, whatever. I just got to get going. I got to keep going. And then some days I'm like, really? Today of all days, this is what you're going to do to me. Do you have moments like that? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I every single day, especially as of lately, I uh, I think it's the heat in Florida is just affecting my vision a little bit more than I had hoped it would. Mm. Uh, but it's from far away, so from kind of like far away, I can't read clearly. It's just a little blurry, um, and so I got to get real close to be able to <laughs> read. But I just move through it. I'm like, you know what? This is it. Let's just keep going. Mm -hmm. And I try not to focus on it or fixate on it. You know, it's definitely upsetting, but I just, I I learned to work with it. And I think that's something so important with us MS fighters is to not sit and dwell in what we can't do because we can accomplish everything we want when we set out to. It just might take us a little longer Mm -hmm. and that's okay. And there's nothing wrong with how long it takes you to do something that you want to do. It's, it's the fact that you're, going forward and you're doing it that exactly. is the beautiful matter. that was beautiful thank you and it's so true so so true and i feel that you know when we find um new warriors that are just being diagnosed this is what they need from us they need us to reach out to them and let them know that yeah there's gonna be really bad days and the more that you start to realize what the symptoms were before it happened and then realize it was it the temperature was it cold was it the food was it my anxiety was it, did i push myself too hard these are all the little steps you got to like learn and then real go from that point and say okay if it happens again i'm going to handle it better 
Exactly. And exactly. keep moving that's, forward. Yeah. That's, that's basically living with multiple sclerosis. Mm -hmm. Just wrap that up for everybody. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and it's a checklist. And it's a checklist of how am I going to handle my day every day? And I was so frustrated at one point because I don't know if you have memory loss yet. Have you? Please tell me you haven't gotten to that point yet. No, not so okay. much. I do have the, uh, and my lovely friends who follow my page know for my stories, I have the, my train of thought is gone. Like, I'll start a sentence, and then it just, just gone. And I'm like, okay, um, I don't remember what I was saying. But it, it might come back, and it might not. That is what I've struggled with. Okay. I do that all the time. That, yeah. I do it all the time. It happens, and I just kind of like, yeah. whatever, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> I feel like you have to make light of everything we go through. Yeah. Not to take away from the severity or the pain or the suffering from it, because that is very real. But to learn to laugh at yourself is just as equally important. So true. Because it just, you know, the light ends up the good Ex a lot. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So I um, made this list, and if anyone wants it today, I can put it out on a post. And it's a basic list of understanding your symptoms. Huh? Okay. Can you hear me? Are you okay? Sorry. No, I think it's lagging. It's lagging. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Good? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're good. Okay, perfect. Um, and it was just symptoms of like my anxiety and symptoms of like bladder problems, right? Huge, huge. Um, what about um, depression that comes up? Um, the um, eye pain, your fatigue, like on an average day, can you let us know what your pain level from the cute little like smiley face to the angry face? How do you feel every day living with MS? What is your fatigue um, level? I would say a little bit of every emotion. I feel like the, an entire day living with MS, you get a little juice of every single thing. It's a right. roller coaster uh, that starts when you wake up and ends when you go to sleep and then starts again the next day. Um, I, I get a little bit of every emotion. I get extremely frustrated with myself. Mm -hmm. um, I, sometimes I cry. Uh, mm -hmm. then other times I'm fine and I'm just like, okay, I feel, and I don't even like to say the word normal because it's a, a very loaded word, but I feel okay. I'm like, wait, I have MS. Like I have to kind of like remind myself mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it just shows how unpredictable this disease is right? within 24 hours. It, it's crazy. So I, I would say definitely I feel all of the emotions in a day. Uh, with MS. Me too. And the good news is, is um, I have all of you to lean on when I'm going through all of that. And um, I need to have you join our coffee time, our morning coffee time. So it's no makeup allowed. <laughs> the men are fine because they don't ever wear makeup, but it's called morning coffee time living with MS and it's about dealing with the yeah. everyday struggles and we just sit and sometimes we cry, sometimes we share stories and sometimes we build each other back up. But yeah, that's another little segment that we do, not live, but we do it calling each other through Instagram. It's a free telephone call and 
it keeps us all connected around the world and it's fabulous and oh yeah sure i mean that's my favorite part about doing starting my platform was the connections that i am able to make for people all over the world and it's it's crazy you know this disease affects every single one of us differently like my symptoms and your symptoms you may share optic neuritis you Mm -hmm. may share fatigue but it hits us at so many different levels, but yet we still know what each other's talking about. Like when exactly. you say, yeah, I got hit with fatigue, we know it's not just that you're really tired. No, we're not tired. We we're like beaten up. <laughs> yes. Like King and Kong took us and threw us across the room a few times, and then you can't see the bruises exactly. yet till the next day, <laughs> right? Yeah, but you gotta keep, you gotta keep going forward. Mm-hmm. You gotta keep your day. Um, and you know that's why I think it's so beautiful about this community that we have is that we have each other who completely understand, and that at the same mm-hmm. time we're spreading awareness to those who aren't who don't understand, and that's okay yeah. because listen, they they don't have it, so it's our job to say this is the best way I can explain it to you, and maybe yeah. you know show that it's okay to bring forth compassion and understanding and empathy without having to go through the struggle. Of which is MS. Yes, exactly. It's a monster, you know? Just put in the middle of the M and the S and you got monster, you know? A phantom, a a thing you can't see, a ghost. When I was undiagnosed for over 20 years of living with the disease, when they finally did the brain MRI and saw how many lesions I had and being validated, I was like, thank God I'm not crazy because I thought I was being haunted. I, I went to the priest. I went, you, seriously, I was like, okay, did you see that? Did you, are we having an earthquake? Like I kept having tremors and right. I'd be like, my, grab my husband and I'd be like, we're having an earthquake. And he's like, no, we're not. And I'm like, but I'm shaking like crazy. He goes, that's you. Like, yeah, you must have had a bad dream. So you don't get it till you get it. But once you get it and you understand it, it's easier for us to help each other. And move forward absolutely absolutely i agree i absolutely i gotta agree. say you know we deserve we deserve a real big warrior instead of just ms warrior we're pretty much mm-hmm. uh, I, i'm not going to really swear but i am going to swear we're pretty much badass men and women around the world yes i dealing dealing I with this so. disease I mean, 80% is women, 20% is men, but when a man gets it, oh, it's difficult. Yes. And they go through it too. And it's really, really hard. And when a man is trying to explain the fatigue and they they don't work out and they don't do anything, or the ones that do work out, it's a different fatigue. It's not the same. No, not at all. So let me... It's definitely like I said, yeah. Let me ask you the question, um, because you do live in Florida, the humidity is horrible, the heat is insane, Um, and I I love that you always have your little ice patch, like over your forehead, yeah, Yeah, to keep you cool. Um, (laughs) You got to do it, right? And um, I don't know about you, but I carry ice cold um, wraps with me. I put my headbands yes. in the sh- in the freezer. Ooh, I never thought of that. I that's a really good idea. Yes, any head, any kind of cotton headband, and you know the the company um, Wrap Me Cool. 
the fabric is perfect for that. So that's why you see me in a lot of headbands. So you just kind of damp it, you squeeze it out, you put it in a Ziploc bag and put it in the freezer. And then when you're having a core body temperature and you can't control it, just put a headband in. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. That sounds like my cup of tea for real. Right? Or now, even with the yeah. masks, if you don't have a mask, you can always use some type of scarf or whatever, put yeah. it in the freezer. Yeah. You, no one can tell it's cold and you just kind of like wrap it and it or keep it around your neck or whatever you need to do to get through your day. Yeah. So you have a really difficult time more than me living in California because your temperature there is always. So always, tell yeah. me how you deal with that. Um, I try my best to work around it. It was something I'm, I'm a beach baby. Okay, I love the water. I love being in the sun. Um, it's something that I've, I've been doing since I was born. Uh, so it was a huge adjustment to me. And when I was first diagnosed, I remember they, they told me, you know, you have a heat intolerance. You can't be in the heat. I said, okay, well, mm-hmm. We'll see about that. <laughs> and, then I, and then I realized, you know what? This heat actually isn't good for me. Not everyone's vision, you know, is affected the way mine can be if I get overheated now that I had my optic neuritis. So I definitely had to learn how to work around that. Um, and I have to say, I love how crafty, like with your headbands and that company and just how resilient we are as MS warriors. Like we will find a way. Yeah. And for me living in Florida, you know, I try to, if I go on a walk, I go early. Um, you know, I don't go in the hottest portion of the day. And I limit my time outside, mm -hmm. uh, which sucks, but at least I'm getting a dose of what I love. Yeah. And that's how I look at it. I don't look at it as, oh, I only got 30 minutes in the sun. I look at it as, okay, I have 30 minutes in the sun today. And, you know, I just, I keep my ice packs with me. I'm yeah. going to look into those headbands that you just talked about. Oh, yeah. So I tagged in all my stories, wrap me cool. But it's not just the headband. They're full-on body scarves that go both ways. It's a total body control temperature. And um, she is actually, she was a nurse that invented the product and worked with multiple sclerosis patients. And it's wow. incredible. I love it. I got like a whole rainbow of them up here right now. And you know, it's just like the magic rainbow of cooling us down living with MS. So yeah. Um, and today I'm actually giving one away free with a keyword. Um, I'm going to let you pick the keyword. You can say it, I'll announce it. And then, um, I'm going to be giving one of the wraps away free today. And what they have to do is they have to tag you, follow you, tag me, follow me and tag wrap me cool and follow them. So yes, you can, at, at the end, you come up with a keyword that you want us to use, and then we'll see okay. what we get from all three of us, and then we'll announce the winner on Saturday. Okay, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I know. You could even be the winner. You never know. You just, you got to do whatever. Listen, listen. I'll throw it down. Let's go. <laughs> diagnosis and it's not 
you know, okay, now I can't do anything I used to do. I, it's over for me. And when I was diagnosed, I thought that I really did. Like I did not know what to think. And so I thought this is it. I yeah. have a mess. I, I can't enjoy anything anymore. Right. But that's furthest from the truth. The truth is we absolutely can do every single thing we want to. Yeah. We believe we can. It just might take us a little bit longer and it might take a, a cooling headband for us to enjoy. Yeah. There's ways to find cooling route. Ice packs. Exactly. Yeah. There's ways to, you know, move forward. Exactly. And, uh, that's really funny practice. Yeah. And that's what I love about you and your attitude and your spirit and your your color tones and your palette of of your Instagram are just it's inviting and it's calming and it's soothing. And that's what we want to see. I have a really hard time looking at the Instagrams that are very negative. And I understand that part. I totally understand it. But when I go to that negative side of the disease, it takes me down. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't, I can't be there again. We got to like get back on the positive road. Absolutely. I mean, keep I following. Like but I, you can still I, scream. I scream a lot. Exactly. I was going to say, it, it, it's all about just pulling yourself out of that space. Because listen, I was just there yesterday. I got a really weird symptom and I kind of spiraled a little bit. I allowed myself to feel those feelings though. Mm -hmm. I questioned whether my medication was working, whether I was in a flare up. If I had relapsed, I spiraled and I cried and I bawled my eyes out. I called my mom. Hey, mom. <laughs> I, you know, I, my husband was there being, yeah. trying to help me and I just felt those feelings. And now I'm here today and today is a new day. And, you know, I was able to, you know, feel my feelings, be sad, question everything and then say, you know what? No, I got this. I, I will take this step by step and little bits at a time, you yeah. know, and just, I took a nice shower, I made myself some tea, I put some incense on, and I just yeah. tried to breathe and breathe through it. So definitely the negatives and the positives come. I mean you can't you know, you can't you can't see the blessings in the light without darkness, right? There's always the darkness, no matter what, exactly. whether it's MS or another disease or just pure anxiety and stress. There will always be darkness in the light. But Absolutely. it's constantly trying to stay within that light. Exactly. And not, not stay in the darkness. We mm -hmm. don't want to stay there. We want, no. we want to see, we want to see yeah. the light. <laughs> yeah, we come from light. We are light. We're spiritual beings. And, you know, we the, the sun rises every day, but it goes down at night. And, yeah, there's always darkness no matter what way you look at it. But the sun will always rise and we can continue to move forward in that light of spirit and truth and speak your truth when you're having a tough day like you just did it's okay to say i'm having a really shitty day and if you don't know ms how about do you want to get a cup of coffee because yeah. i'd love to explain it to you how right how much time do we have i can explain everything yeah <laughs> right yeah. and um my challenge to people are that I meet that don't understand the disease is I'm like, okay, I want you to sit on the floor, crisscross applesauce. You're not allowed to move for one hour. And when you get up to go walk, take that and times it by a thousand. And that's the fatigue and the pins and needles and the exhaustion we feel every single day. Because when you go to get up, 
you're not going to walk. You're going to fall over. And then that feeling of that hard burning sensation from the pins and needles, that's what's all over our body. It's not just our foot. It's not just our hand. It's not just our face. It's throughout everybody's body at a given time, different time, constantly to some people where that where that whole entire myelin sheath has just been eaten alive. It's so deep. It's not going to repair. But what you can do is retrain your brain to work around it. And Absolutely. Got- I, when I was, I'm sorry. Uh, when I was first diagnosed, I remember the neurologist, um, when I went to one of my appointments, she said, do yoga because it will help your brain rewire for like balance mm-hmm. issues. Um, if you have any, which thankfully I do not. Um, however, I do know many out there who have balance issues and you know, it's simple as doing yoga to rewire your brain because we only use 10% of our brain, right? Yeah, right. So there's so much that we, you know, we, we can unlock. And it's all about just rewiring your brain and rewiring your your attitude towards mm-hmm. the illness. Because I, to go back a little bit with what you said, I agree with you. When I was first diagnosed, I looked, I took to Instagram, which I feel like we all did because in this day and age, yeah. that's what you do, right? And <laughs> I had a, I had a really hard time finding positivity, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, is this is this me? Is this what's gonna happen? And it's not to say anything's wrong with sharing the, the darkness of this disease at all, yeah. but I just, I was like, hold on, no, there's more to this. And I gotta reframe my attitude because I'd be, I'm very open about it. I went through a grieving state um, after diagnosis. I went into straight denial. I was like, I don't have that. I don't care what they say. I don't care how many lesions I have on my brain. You're wrong. <laughs> and I don't suggest anybody to do that. <laughs> I think you should listen to your doctors. Um, but I, I fell into denial for two months. And those two months, looking back, definitely cost me time starting a medication. Um, however, it gave me the time that I needed to wrap my head around what this disease is and how it's going to alter my life and my husband's life and my future children's life and, and you know all those around me and just it gave me it gave me the time that I needed uh, yeah and we all have suffer with we all suffer differently with the different times of accepting this illness and understanding it and it took me two years because for over 20 years I lived with stuff that almost took my life several times because I was in such pain and such depression and such anxiety and that's why I wrote the book and that's why I put everything raw bad good happy you name it it's in that book and it is the most rawest book you're gonna cry you're gonna laugh you're gonna I, I talk about being haunted and going to the priest, I, you name it, this disease affects you at every level of the, the good, the bad, the ups, the downs, and the fact that, yeah. do you know how many of us take our lives because of this disease? And that is scary, Absolutely. and we need more awareness around this, and that's why I have come out openly and shared that after I was done writing my book, they put me on a new medication to sleep. And that medication made me even more suicidal. And I took every single pill I had because I was like, I can't deal with one more thing. 
this is my legacy. I love you all. And I left the house and I tried to take my life, but my husband found me and saved me. And I am not ashamed of that because cry, I'm sorry, I'm crying too. So if we you both look like we have like black eyes. I love you so much. It's so beautiful to share your story. It has such power. Please continue. I'm sorry that oh, I yeah. interrupted. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that when we know that there's something wrong and we're taking new medications and we know we were at one point and something's not working, you can't let the doctors tell you, take it for another month and we'll see what's going on. It is speak your truth. It is, this is not working for me. And Advocate continue for to move forward. And if it wasn't for my husband and the tracking of my phone to my iPad with the video I left for him and the children, I would be dead today. And God said, you're not dying. And he somehow, my iPad lit, lit up. My husband got up out of bed and said, oh my God, saw the video, rushed to where I was at a hotel because I, I knew what I was doing. And I thought everyone would be better off and we get to that point. But the bottom line is, God told me once again, you are not to take your life. You take this story and you share it and you pick everybody else up. And when they get to that point, you share your story because we are warriors and we are going to get to the next step together, Absolutely. not individually, together. And that's what I love about our community. Our community is incredible. Our community is strong. Our community is heartfelt. And I, there is no other community out there like this. No, I couldn't agree with you more. And I just have to applaud you for your bravery, for sharing your story with us, because your story becomes somebody else's survival guide. And what you're doing, showing that vulnerable side of you and, and really helping everyone in this community is so beautiful. And God has plans for you. And that's why we're here today. God has plans for I, you too. Yeah, if he has plans for us all, then we're just, uh -huh. just waiting for him to show us what he wants from us. Right. And it, I just, I touched my heart and I love you. And I, I am so too. honored to know you and be here with you today in this moment. Thank so. you. Thank you for honoring me. It's my honor to have you here. Okay, Sorry, let's, let's try to get a little bit of, oh gosh. Okay. Oh, there we go. I got to start buying waterproof mascara. Oh, my <laughs> We need our own beauty care line. An MS beauty care line. We got to talk after this. We got to, like, there's so many things that pop in my head all the time. Yeah. Let's talk after this. Talk after this. So let me ask you, because I've had so many embarrassing moments living with MS. What was your most embarrassing moment? I would, how much time do we have? <laughs> I'm human, so I have so many. And I touched, touched base on it, like when I lose my train of thought, which happens so often. Mm -hmm. um, and I wouldn't even say that it's embarrassing. It's just, it's one, <laughs> it, it's one of those things that I've just, I've learned to like work through. And I feel like living with MS, 
um, you know, with my symptoms, you know, other people don't realize what we're going through. Uh -huh. So they'll like, give me weird looks, and I pick up on that, and it's more like my anxiety is like, okay, they don't know what's going on with me. Um, but I, I wouldn't even say it's embarrassing. I just, I, I've learned to grow through mm -hmm. what I'm going through, and I take those, like, memory loss, the, you know, uh, I forget what I'm trying to say, I forgot my train of thought, and I just, I just let it roll, I, I just go with it, mm -hmm. um, and if people understand me, you know, when I'm like, listen, I lost my train of thought, uh, and if they don't, then that, you know, that's on them, I just have to speak my truth, yes. and yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> right, yeah, and it's embarrassing, that I, I think the yeah. most embarrassing thing is, um, is when I walk into a wall. Or I'm just walking and all of a sudden I'm down on the ground. So I'm like, oops, <laughs> well, okay, no, I'm not drunk. I just kind of fell and it's called multiple sclerosis. And some people like look at me like, oh, she is off her rocker. But it happens. It happens. It really does. The one thing I hate is when I know somebody and I've known you for years and you'll walk right in front of me and all of a sudden I'm like, I forgot your name. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So, right. you know, that yeah, happens. And you just gotta happens. Yeah, pull the punches. Yeah. Just, you just gotta keep going. Off. We're probably yeah. gonna, we should be the best comedian show, MS Warrior Comedians, and the stories that we have to tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We should just keep looking to doing something like that. I'd love to get everyone together. That'd be incredible. A comedian show for multiple yeah. sclerosis. Mm-hmm. I'm about it. I'm about it. That's a good one. Um, what is still one of the things that you have learned with multiple sclerosis and why and how would you tell a newbie, let's call him a newbie, being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis? What would be the first okay, so suggestion? Think, Go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, I would definitely let them know that this is not the end of the world. It will feel like that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You will feel, you will not know what to feel, honestly, in that moment. But I, and you, with us here, and a lot of those in the MS community can show that it is not the end of the world. And there's so much more for you. Um, and, and, you know, you feel your feelings, be upset, cry to what you need to do, but then pick yourself up because you are a strong badass and you are going to accomplish everything you want to do. Um, I would also, in addition to that, just really, really focus on um, letting them know to be their own advocate. Yeah. To not let doctors steamroll you or tell you that you're not feeling something. Um, and, you know, really, your body, you know your body better than anybody else, okay? And just so because true. a professional is telling you something does not mean that that is the end all be all. You need to advocate for yourself, research mm -hmm. for yourself. Um, I'm on so many supplements that I researched and I found that I wanted to start. Um, of course, I do go afterwards and get the permission from my doctor, but I do it for myself. Mm -hmm. And I just would really push that in all the newbies out there to research for yourself, advocate for yourself. If you feel like something is wrong or not serving you, don't let your doctor tell you otherwise. Yeah. Don't let him say, stay on it another month. No, you can't. If your body is telling you this isn't working. 
listen to that because that's how you will get far and you will continue to fight and move through multiple sclerosis. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. so true. Great advice. Yeah, I, um, I, when I was first diagnosed and I went to an MS center, the, and this was my second bout of optic neuritis, she fought with me and she told me, no, you, you're fine. I said, I cannot see half of your face. How are you telling me that I'm fine? She goes, well, from the report, and she was looking at an old report. I don't want to talk about it too much because, <laughs> you know, that was alone a, a terrible thing to go through. But she tried to tell me that I wasn't, I, I had perfect vision when I didn't. And, you know, that was such a turning point where I realized I have to advocate for myself. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't, nobody else will. And, you know, luckily I have my mother and my husband, but they're still not me. You're and right. I still don't feel what I'm feeling. Um, so that was a real turning moment for me in my diagnosis. I knew from that moment forward, I had to be my own advocate and, and listen to my body. So true. I write about that all the time. Um, all of my positivity stuff, everything is, you are your best advocate. And you, if you don't fight for you, you may have family to fight for you, but they don't understand what you're going through. So you got to do your own fighting. It's you're yeah. the beginning of the battle. You are your own Absolutely. Wonder Woman to stand in front of the beast and take it down. Absolutely. And that's that's how we become powerful. That's how we become yeah. the Wonder Woman of the world and to continue moving forward. And yeah, your best advocate. And I and I refer and I've said this in many, many interviews, but People take better care of their cars than they do their body. But when the engine light goes off, you're on the telephone calling to get your car in. When the engine light goes off in your body, do your research. Be your best advocate. Don't take no for an answer. If they say, we're booked two months out, no, I need to get in now. Or Absolutely. I'm going to find a new neurologist. What are you going to do? That's exactly what I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I said goodbye. This was the last, that was the last time I ever went to her because I lost, you know, my, my trust in her. Yeah. You know, she fought with me about my own body and, you know, just don't let anybody ever do that to you. It's so true. Crazy. So, so, so true. Um, and, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to say, you know, another thing is that. Now, with me having MS and my husband, he fights, he's battling cancer, um, thyroid cancer, we have a sensitivity to our bodies. And like you said, people take better care of their car than their bodies. And I just want to scream on the mountaintops to all of the people out there who don't have chronic illness or aren't diagnosed with anything extreme. But, you know, it's so important for us to take care of our bodies um, and, you know, not push him beyond their limits to not, yeah. you know, say, oh, you know what, I could really use rest, but let me keep going. Like, that is not what life is about. You need to accomplish what you can and then learn that it's okay to rest and take care of your body while you're not fighting a chronic illness. <laughs> right. I just wish I could shake a lot of, you know, like my friends and, and acquaintances and people that I meet online who, you know, don't have MS or don't have a chronic illness and just be like, go take care of your body. Listen to it. If it says it needs rest, rest. If you want to nap in the middle of the day. I nap every day. <laughs> yeah, like just do it. You know, it's okay. 
that's perfect for him. Yeah. yeah. You have to listen to your body and that's, that's so I have to, may I ask, um, I mean, I knew about your husband, but a lot of the viewers may not know. Um, that was really hard on you guys, getting through your marriage and prepping for your wedding and living with how sick he was and how sick you were. And that spikes a lot of um, um, cortisol through our bodies and a normal human being dealing with cortisol is completely different from multiple sclerosis and your husband dealing with cancer and your cortisol levels going through the roof so let me please congratulate you because your wedding was gorgeous Thank you. you looked Thank incredible you so i know you guys struggled really really hard to get to that point and you guys are awesome. You're like the one woman is Superman. I mean, Thank you. Thank seriously, you. I hope everybody realizes the depths of what you two went through. Just getting married. Yeah. And it, was, it was very crazy. It was a difficult time. I, you know, at the time I was on um, a different medication than what I started in January. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, it was two weeks before our wedding. And it's just like this lump appeared on his neck. And, you know, we were like, okay, maybe it's your thyroid. Like maybe, maybe we'll just go to the ER, right? Just yeah. to get it over with. They'll do the ultrasound there. It'll be faster than outpatient. Um, and that's the reality. Uh, and we go and they do the ultrasound. And then, you know, the, the doctor who was the ER pulled me to the side and showed me on the computer that it, it said severely, or it, I forget the exact words, but it said that uh, suspicious of thyroid cancer. And I just, it crushed me. But, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, this is a live and, show and we can cry if we yeah, want to. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, human, human emotions. Uh, and, you know, he was admitted to the hospital and I stayed with him every single day. Me, me and him were like, <laughs> we just slept on the little bed together. Yeah. Uh, and we, we pushed through. And it was such a difficult time because um, literally a year prior was when I went to the hospital with my vision. And I didn't know what was happening. And it was just like deja vu but tenfold because it wasn't me anymore. It was the person I love the most in this world. So it was insanely difficult. But we got through it and you know we definitely had challenged our perspective on it um mm -hmm. we instead of being like oh my god we're in a hospital right before our wedding you're we like okay but we're in the place we need to be yes. and we're getting what needs to be done done so he had a complete bacteriodectomy a nice scar around his neck and two weeks later we got married and it 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 was a dream and you know we're still working through that and the, the test and the body scans and treatments never end, but you know, God never gives us anything that we can't handle or that we're not made to handle through life. So, you know, I really hold on to that. And when life gets tough, which it does and it will, I, I just hold on to that. And I try to challenge my perspective instead of why is this happening to me to what can I learn from this? Exactly. How can I grow from this? Um, and definitely that's not my first, my first emotion. Eventually I'd like to think I grow to where that would be my first instinct, but no, I cried. I was like 
why. Um, but, you know, challenging yourself is a step and is a step in the right direction. So, you know, nice. thank you for saying that. And yeah, we're just, we're two little warriors. And you are warriors. You're yeah. better than warriors. You guys are like superheroes. <laughs> Seriously, we don't need, you know, I love the Justice League and, you know, I have boys and and a daughter and growing up with Justice League toys and everything. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, Multiple Sclerosis Society, we are the human Justice League. Absolutely. We don't have superpowers, but we can get through anything like they do. Absolutely. I, I agree. I, I can't even argue with that. Yeah. Definitely, it makes marriage very interesting. But oh. you know, when I'm, you know, not lacking, but when I just, I can't do it, you know, like I'm just like, you know what, I've hit my point, my body's like no more. He steps up. When he has bad days, I step up. And it, it's it's very interesting. We've been together 10 years. Congratulations. Though, since we were 16. Thank you. So we kind of have a very good uh, communication, mm -hmm. um, which has made this battle uh, yeah. very a little bit easier, I'd say. That's but good. it definitely makes it interesting. I love that. <laughs> I love that. But you know what? No one, no one's ever said life is easy. God never gives us anything we can't handle. And sometimes it gets piled up super high and we feel like that man holding the big, you know, earth on the back of our shoulders and, you know, but it doesn't matter. Still get up and do it. If it's just one little thing that day, you got it. And I, you know, it's kind of funny because my kids laugh at me. I, when I do a really good job and I'm like, I did it. I'm like, hey, all of you. I did it. <laughs> hey, that's awesome, though. You gotta do that. I love that. You know, you gotta congratulate yourself, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You gotta celebrate the little triumphs because they're always, always, yeah, always. So, how if how would your friends describe you? I'd say you'd have to ask them, but I think they would say, I think they would say um, I'm optimistic, um, I'm fun, sarcastic, I'm super sarcastic. Me too. Um, and just a joy to be around, you know, I just really feel like... <laughs> see, that's you bring the party. Yeah, right? Um, but yeah, no, I feel like definitely they, they all have told me and, you know, applauded me for my optimism and my strength throughout everything. So I definitely, I think they call me a warrior, you know? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they would. <laughs> you are a warrior. We really are. So are you, girl, so are you. Um, what are you most proud of in your life? Um, I am proud of a lot of things. Um, I have to say that I am very proud of how I can take something very dark and, and you know a struggle like my diagnosis with, with MS and my husband's diagnosis of thyroid cancer um, and just my you know overall anything that's heavy and kind of carry it and, and, and push through it and really look for the light in every situation um, and it wasn't easy I've worked on it I've worked hard on it um, but I, I feel like I'm very proud of my mindset and, and perspective on things and you know, it's, it's a continuous work. Uh, it's not perfect. <laughs> I'm not perfect. I'm human. 
But I have to say that that has definitely been a very defining moment for me to know that, you know, I, I'm growing every single day. Yeah. I'm not the same than I was two months ago, let alone, you know, 20 years ago. I, I'm exactly. a totally different person every day. I, I'm changing more and more and I'm growing and, and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of me. And it's okay to say that, you know, it's, it, it's it okay. is absolutely okay. I, yeah, I look in the mirror every day and say, I am so proud of you. And you know what? And I love you. Good. Yes, absolutely. Love yourself. It feels so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mindset is the best thing. Saying I love oh. you every morning is the best thing. You may not really 100% feel like you love you that morning, but you got out of bed. You're living with a disease that has no cure, no sight and end but you still love yourself. And when yeah. you can do that, powerful. you can do anything, anything. Absolutely. And when someone it's says, powerful. you can't do that, I'm like, watch me. I love it when people say you can't do that. Oh yeah, it's fuel. Like I, mm -hmm. more people tell me I can't do that, please. Because I just get like this renewed sense of, okay, watch me, I'm gonna go do that. Um, it's definitely fuel, and I can't agree with you more. You may not feel, you know, at your best, especially living with MS. You can mm -hmm. wake up one day and feel totally fine. Right. And the next day, not okay. You're like, but I don't want to get out of bed. Right. But your body is still taking care of you. You know, it's still on your side, regardless of how much it feels like it's not. And trust me, I'm with you. It, there are times that I'm like, why do you hate me? Why are you doing this? Why... Why? But it's still taking care of us. Right. You know, it, it, our bodies are so important. And I feel like showing that love to yourself is the key. It really is. Loving yourself yeah. through your struggles is beautiful and powerful. And, and in the key to living with multiple sclerosis. So well said. Thank you. That was beautiful. Very beautiful. Um. Hmm. I'm trying to think of which question I want to ask you next. Okay. I was like, okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, who are your best role models in life from child to now and mentors? Uh, my mom. Aww. It's the most cliche answer, but it is my mom. She has been battling autoimmune diseases since the day I was born. Um, and growing up, I have watched her be told from doctors, like, you can't do that. And she's always proved them wrong. And she's always come out of what they said, you can't do. Like, yeah. you can't do that. You can't do that. And she's like, okay, like we were talking about, she's like, okay, watch me. I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. And and I, I had a conversation with her after diagnosis, um, with my diagnosis, and I said, I'm so sorry, because I was a brat of a teenager. Mom, you already know this. You're watching. I know you're watching. <laughs> um, I was a brat of a teenager, and I didn't understand why she would say things like, we're going to do this. And then when it came down to, like, okay, it's time to do it, she goes, I can't. I, you know, I'm tired. Well, why are you tired all the time? Well, she was fighting fatigue. Now, unfortunately, again, you don't get it until you get it. Now I'm like, oh. Sorry, I love you. Oh, um, and so I, I have to say her. She is my guiding light throughout my diagnosis, throughout my husband's. Uh, she 
has helped us so much see that there's more than what your diagnosis says there is about you. Exactly. And she was like, yesterday I called her, it's very fresh, um, but yesterday I called her with the buzzing in my leg and I was crying, oh. bawling. And she was like, you need to ice it, you need to do this. Like she has years of experience and I just, she, she's my role model, she's my guide, she's, she's everything to me. Does your mom um, have multiple sclerosis or is it fibromyalgia? No, she has uh, lupus and um, Hashimoto's disease and she also has diabetes that she has. Mom? She has had diabetes since she was four. So she's she's been a fighter her whole life and I'd like to, and she of course will take every single ounce of it. My fight I get from her, absolutely. Mom, you did a great job. And don't want to go to your head, though. <laughs> um, Hashimoto's disease is very difficult to disease to deal with. My dear friend, my best friend of all time has Hashimoto's. And um, diabetes is also such a hard disease. My mother has it. And um, chronic pain on top of all of that and all the different medications that come along with that and lupus they're all, I mean, your mother has been slammed hard with a powerful three that she's that triangle and you're not going to break her. And nope. she's going to, she's got that triangle of everything coming at her. And that's where you get your fight from. And Absolutely. that's where your children are going to get the fight from between you and your yeah. husband, your mom. And Oh, yeah. We're a whole family of fighters. My dad has diabetes type 2 as well. So we're a, we're a family of fighters. Um, and, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. It, it's just going to keep, you know, keep going. Everyone's going to be a little fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what? That's uh, life. If life wasn't difficult, we'd be so freaking boring. Boring. <laughs> Right? We'd be robots. We'd all look the same. We'd be robots. And, you know, it's just, okay, I'm sorry. Life is supposed to be a journey of the perfect path, the wrong path. And I'm not quite sure about that one. And we all have to face which path we go down and deal with the consequences, but learn from those paths of what we walked. And don't forget them. And then remember the moments of that beautiful moment of just looking at a tree or yes. smelling the rose. It's the little things that we need to hold on to. It's that whisper in your ear from your husband when he says, I love you. Yeah. It's no, that it's hug from warm. your mom when she, you know she's smelling your hair. You know, it's those yeah. little moments of like I we cleaned out our garage this like the last three weekends building a gym and I have a baby stroller on my Instagram with my puppy in it and I'm like do I get rid of this stroller I've been holding on to it for 22 years oh my goodness and everyone's like no keep it keep it keep it and those like I smelt it like even though it was away I like picked it up and I like oh my god my babies all three of them were in there so these are the moments that you just you cherish and you hold on to. So when those bad days come, you have those little bits of memories. So do you journal? Do you write your your life down? Yeah, 
I do. I, I, I journal. Um, I journal my symptoms as much. Um, I did, I did do for a while and kind of stopped, but I should probably start again, uh, writing down things I'm grateful for as soon as I wake up in the morning. Um, I've kind of transitioned from that to an outdoor meditation that has really helped me bring forth gratitude most of the time. Uh, but yeah, I do journal and I think it's very important to journal our symptoms, Mm -hmm. you know, how long they last for, like, even if it's just a minor, like, okay, I haven't felt that in a while. I don't believe I'm relapsing. But this is something that is weird. What did I eat yesterday? And that's something too, like a food journal. That is so crucial. They're important. And and I cannot stress that enough, how important journaling your food, you know, maybe how much activity you've done yeah. in the day. Even your new supplements. If you have a new supplement, all of exactly. a sudden you're like, why do I look like I'm nine months pregnant? What right. was different? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's so helpful, especially with MS, because I, I don't, it's one of those things that if I try to think back, I'll be like, okay, why can't I remember this? Why can't I remember this? What the heck? But if I journal it, I'm like, okay, it kind of relieves some pressure of let me remember everything when I started this, when I stopped that. Um, so yeah, I absolutely journal and I wholeheartedly believe in it. I love to hear that. That's great. Cause I'm constantly writing, as you know, on my Instagram every morning I get up and I, meditate and I ground myself and then I write what I believe is needed for the day not only for myself but for everyone else whoever reads the page and yeah you just journaling is amazing writing is amazing absolutely Absolutely. so we have one minute and 23 seconds left I'm gonna turn it over to you I know I need like a two-hour live podcast so fast. <laughs> I'm going to turn it over to you to talk about whatever you want our warriors and family friends to know about. Yeah, I I want to thank you first and foremost. You are thank such a you. beautiful light in this community and you thank really you. helped shape me after my diagnosis. Um, and then really speaking to all of you out there, I want you to know that you are not alone and that this disease can feel incredibly isolating but you are not alone and we are all with you and we are all supporting you and we support each other and we get it. And to my friends and family out there, thank you. I love you guys. I've seen your little comments. Um, and you know, I'm just going to keep spreading awareness because that's all we can do. Exactly. And I just thank you again. This yeah. was so much fun. <laughs> spreading awareness is amazing. And I'd love to do a follow up with you a month from now and um, yeah. see how things are going and just keep awesome. inspiring. Be you. And we love you. You're amazing. Thank you so much for honoring me with your time today. And check this out. You're going to love these. Put it in the freezer. I know. (laughs) All right. Oh, what's the key word? 